Welcome to the weekly Anchor Devotional, brought to you by members of the Transforming Community. Our topic for today is Your Breakthrough May Be in the Muddy Jordan, and the key scripture is 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 10 to 14, and it reads, Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Naaman, Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot, and cure me of my leprosy. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more, then, when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. If I asked you to think of something you have always told yourself and others you would never be caught doing, not even if something valuable was at stake, I'm sure you would have one or perhaps a few examples to share. Some of the examples you come up with may not even be particularly outrageous, sinful, immoral or illegal, but perhaps because due to your upbringing, culture, societal constructs and expectations, values, preferences, fears, anxieties about the outcome, a disposition that certain things are beneath you, or maybe even due to a limited understanding of how the world works beyond your purview, You believe some things ought to happen in a certain way and any other way outside your imagination is simply inconceivable to you. I believe this way of thinking and being has limited many of us from progressing and moving beyond our current circumstances. We do not often see beyond our rigidly set ways and by so doing we limit the move of God in our lives. How many times have you heard yourself or someone else say, God forbid, I would never do that. I'd rather watch paint dry or something equally mundane. I have sometimes caught myself doing the same, convincing myself not to do something in a different way because it's not naturally expected of me or promising myself I would never do something again because the first time didn't yield the results I hoped. Well, the story of Naaman in the Bible shows us the long-desired and awaited victory we may be passing up on if we do not cast aside our short-sighted expectations or imagination of how our endeavours ought to play out and simply follow the instructions God has laid on our hearts. Naaman was a man of high social and military standing, but he was carrying the yoke of leprosy and he desperately sought healing. When the young captive girl speaks of a prophet in Samaria, who could heal Naaman, armed with some money and a letter from the king of Aram, off he goes to receive his healing. But when Elisha heard of Naaman, not only did Elisha send a messenger to him, the message was simple but appeared demeaning. Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan. I'm sure that Naaman had a preconceived notion of how this would turn out. I go to a prophet, he prophesies over me, prays to his God, lays his hand on the spot and voila, I'm healed. He must have expected Elisha to pay him personal attention 
and treat him in a different way owing to his social standing. Even worse, the two other rivers in Damascus that Naaman mentioned, Abana and Farfa, were cleaner, clear rivers that he would have expected to be washed in to become cleansed and healed. Surely not the murky River Jordan, but here is the surprise. His healing was in the muddy rivers, the muddy waters of the Jordan, and all that mattered then was how obedient and submissive he was to the prophet's instructions. It was such an easy ask, yet it was hard for Naaman because of how he had imagined his healing to be and what he thought he ought to do to be healed. He initially walked away in anger because he expected Elisha to wave his hand over the spot in the name of God and heal him. If Naaman was a modern man, he was probably saying something like, I, Naaman, a man of my status, to dip myself and wash in that dirty river, God forbid. Thank God for the gift of his servants, who spoke some wisdom into him and his humility to listen. If the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? They asked him. They knew that he was expecting the prophet to do things in perhaps what was the usual way that things would be done in that time. But the Lord had other plans. A simple seven-time wash in the dirty river was all he needed, but he had to humble himself and do away with his own thoughts. What is God asking you to do today that you feel is beneath you or unusual? Are your thoughts as to how it should happen limiting you? Are you saying to yourself, God forbid, never, I cannot do that. Bear in mind, God will never ask you to do anything outside his word that is not his will for you. Therefore, barring anything sinful, immoral or illegal, I encourage you to pay close attention to the little nudges to humble yourself and do things differently, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable or diminished. Your breakthrough may just be in a dip in the muddy Jordan, but your thoughts are set on the cleaner waters. Here are some reflection questions. What are some things that you consider yourself incapable of doing? Think of general societal standards and expectations. For example, Ruth's actions with Boaz may be considered an anomaly, but she did it anyway. And look at the bloodline that was birthed through them. In honest assessment, what do you consider the reasons you are convinced you cannot do those things? Is it out of pride, shame, expectations, fear, inflexibility or rejection? And lastly, what areas of your life can you begin to ask God to help you shift your thoughts from and expand your understanding so that you can submit to his leading to approach things differently? We invite you to join us at the next live devotional session on Monday at 6.30am UK time.